888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. I am your host, Leslie Samuel, from learningwithleslie.com. As usual, I am so excited. Why am I excited? Ooh, man, I am excited because there's a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about in this episode. Things that can help all of us do what we do just a little better. So I'm very excited for that. Just to give you an idea of what we're going to be covering in this episode. First, I'm going to be talking to you a little bit about something that I first started talking about in the last episode. A mastermind group that we're going to be starting. I'm going to give you some more details. Then we're going to take a call from Chris Deals that's directly related to this mastermind group. With an excellent idea that I know you're going to love. Chris Deals from Day Job Knockout. That's my buddy over there. Then, as promised, we're going to go into part two of the interview with Cliff Ravenscraft from Podcast Answer Man. And I know you're going to love it. PodcastAnswerMan.com. Let me get that right. And you're going to love it. So let's get right into it. Topic number one. I want to give you some more information about... Uh, what I started talking about in last episode, episode 11. This is episode 12 already. I cannot believe it. Time is passing by. I guess time does fly when you're having fun, right? So, I spoke about this in the last episode. I, I, I said, I, let me just give a little background. Um, even though I, I started giving some background in that episode. I am a full-time science and math teacher. And I run an online business. Actually, I run multiple online businesses. And I've come to the point a number of times in my experience where I've realized that if I want to grow my business way beyond where it is right now, there are some things that just need to change. I need to be more efficient with the way I spend my time. When I, when, when I uh, get into my online business, when I'm working on that, I need to be as effective as possible. I need to be outsourcing, getting the help that I need uh, in order to take things to the next level. I need to make my business so that for the most part, or for not, not for the most part, but for a large part, it's not dependent on me being attached to my computer. Now, I know if you are working a full-time job, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know how stressful it can get when you got to do stuff in a job and you got to do stuff in your business. And even if you don't have a full-time job and you have an online business and it's doing well, if it's doing very well and you're making a significant amount of money, there's always something that you can do to make it better, to make it more efficient. And what I wanted to do is start this mastermind group, and I just came up with the name for it finally. Uh, Well, not finally. It hasn't been that long. But what I decided to do is call it a mastermind group. So I'm going to call it the Learning with Leslie Mastermind Group. And why I like this concept is because a mastermind group is a group of people that come together, they they, they exchange ideas, they learn from each other, 
And, you know, there's this um, atmosphere of camaraderie where we're all trying to succeed together. And that's the type of atmosphere that I want to help. I want you to support me. I want to be supporting you. I want us to learn and grow together. That's really what it's all about. So we're going to have this mastermind group and we're going to start this mastermind group with the book Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. If you haven't read the book as yet, you need to read it. If you want to be a part of the mastermind group and you want to benefit from it as much, much as possible, get the book. I just, I actually had the book before. Well, no, I, I had the book. I had the audio book. And the other day I went on Amazon to see if it was available. And it was available, but they also had an expanded edition. And I said, I wanted to see what this expanded edition was about. So I went ahead and grabbed me a copy. The copy came today in the mail. I am holding it right here in my hand. And it was 100% worth it. It comes with about 100, over 100 extra pages of resources and actionable content. And that's what I love. I like to be able to take the book, read through the pages, and when I read through the pages, I want to be able to then go out and take action on what I learned. And this is what this book allows you to do. So the concept behind this book is, um, first of all, defining what you want to accomplish, defining what it is to have uh, this four-hour work week uh, mentality um, and, and, and a concept that he addresses very heavily in this book is a concept of the new rich. The new rich are, are business owners who run businesses in a way that it, it, it does not depend on them in order to be successful, which is a good thing because think about it. If you have a, a, a business that's bringing in a significant amount of money and you get sick, and the business needs you to survive, if it, if it is 100% dependent on you, things will go wrong in that, in just in that week. You know? So you want to set up a business that does not fully depend, depend on you. So it deals with defining, um, then eliminating, automating, and liberating. Um, and the acronym that it's using is DEAL, D-E-A-L, Def- definition, elimination, automation, and liberation. I'm not going to go too much into the content today because that's not the purpose of this episode. The purpose of this episode is to give some instruction and some guidance as to what we're going to be doing. So I want you to work with me. I want to work with you. I want us to work with each other and to learn from each other. Um, So what we're going to be doing is we're going to set this up in a way where we can give each other feedback, um, where we can share our experiences, and um, it's not going to be about promoting yourself. This is this is not what it's about. I, I personally don't have a product to sell in this, and that's not my intention. Um, I just want to make it so that we can all benefit from it. So step number one, I need you to Get a copy of the book if you don't have it as yet. Um, you can get it from Amazon. You can get it from Barnes & Nobles or any of your local bookstores that, that carry it. Um, so grab a copy. Then in the book, like I said, it has those four sections, definition, um, elimination, automation, and liberation. And what I want us to do over the next two months, I want us to get through this entire book. 
Okay, now th that's not really a hard task to do to get through the book. I've gotten through the book in a few days in the past, but I don't want us to just race through the book. I want us to take it one step at a time and take actions, take, take action on the things that are relevant to our business. So how are we going to do it? Starting next week. Okay, you have this week to get your book. I, I spoke about it in the last episode, but starting next week. Every two weeks, I want us to get through one section. So in other words, it's going to take us two months. Since there are four sections, we do um, two sections in the first month, two sections in the next month. All right, so the first section, let me open the book here. This first section, like I said, is definition. There's a little bit of introductory stuff before that, so we'll get through that. And then we're going to start with chapters one through four. The first week, we're going to do chapters 1 and 2, which is next week. The next week, we're going to do chapters 3 and 4. And we're going to be providing feedback to each other um, and communi communicating with each other and so on. Now, before I talk about how we're going to be doing that, I need to play a voicemail that was left on a hotline by my good friend Chris Deals from DayJobKnockout.com with a suggestion uh, that really, it, you know what, I'm just going to play the suggestion and then we're gonna, I'm going to talk about it a little bit afterwards and tell you what I've decided to do since getting this um, voicemail from him. So here's what he had to say. Hey, Leslie, this is Chris Deals from DayJobKnockout.com. Just went over the podcast number 11 and love the idea of uh, having a group of people go over the 4-Hour Workweek book I know we've spoken about that before, but I really uh, think um, I'm looking forward to uh, doing this with a group of people. I went ahead and ordered my copy of the 4-Hour Work Week off of Amazon. I'm getting it on Friday, which is April 1st. And I downloaded a copy from Audible using their free trial. So I am ready and roaring to go. Hey, I just have one suggestion about that. Maybe um, what you can do is include a link to everyone that is participating, and if the uh, person create a blog post or a podcast about their participation in the uh, four-hour work week project with you, you link back to their website and link back to the updates that they're making. Because I know personally I'm going to put updates on my podcast and on the dayjobknockout.com also. So that might be an idea just to... Um, Build some more camaraderie. We can all visit each site and each one's site and leave some comment and feedback and encouragement for each other as we work through this process. And uh, reducing our work week, I think, is something um, many of us would like to do, especially when it comes to working a full-time job and also pursuing uh, an online business. Hey, man, like the work you're doing. Uh, looking forward to chatting with you soon. And take care. Now, wasn't that just a great suggestion? I really love that idea. And I decided to implement that because it makes sense. It makes sense to have it set up so that we can um, have a central hub where we can visit each other's pages and check to see how each other's, uh, how we're all prog progressing and, and learning from the things that we're all doing. And that's exactly what we want to do. So that's exactly what we are going to do. So what I've done, um, I set up a domain and the domain is lwlmastermind.com. That's for learning with Leslie, mastermind.com. And if you go to lwlmastermind.com, what it's going to do is going to take you to the section of my blog that's 
um, that's directly related to this mastermind group that we're going to be doing. There's going to be a little bit of an introduction at the top, and then I'm going to be posting all of the updates that everyone that's a part of this mastermind group is making. So if you want to be a part of this mind group, you have your book, I mean, mastermind group, you have your book, you're ready to get started. This is what I want to encourage you to do. Okay. And really it's all about holding each other accountable. So this is what I want from you on a weekly basis, preferably at the beginning of the week. I want you to make an update, a blog post or an audio if you're doing a podcast, whatever you're doing. I want you to update us as to um, you just finished reading this or you're just getting started with this section. Uh, this is what you're learning, learning so far. These are the steps that you're going to take. And then as we go along, these are the results that you're seeing. Um, you're spending less time and being more efficient. You've made 50% um, uh, uh, more than you used to make while implementing these strategies. Um, so whatever it is you are experiencing as you're going through this, I want you to keep track of it and share it with us by posting it to your blog. Once you have posted it to your blog, I want you to email me at leslie at thefreebieguy.net. That's leslie at thefreebieguy.net. Send me over an email and just give me the link to your update for that week. When you do that, I will post it on the page so that everyone that's taking part in this uh, mastermind group can can keep track of what we're all doing so that we can encourage each other, leave each other comments, um, give each other support, ask each other questions about what we're doing, and just just have a, a, a strong sense of community behind this concept of striving for the four-hour workweek mentality. Now, there's one thing I want to uh, make sure you guys understand, um, because I am not someone that's against jobs. I am not someone that's saying that I, you know, everyone should work for only four hours a, a week. That's really not the concept. The concept is setting up a business in a way that is as efficient as you can and having the time to spend with your family, with your friends, doing the things that you enjoy doing. Um, and whatever that means for you, that is what I want you to accomplish. I don't want you to have the same goals that I have I am not going to have the same goals that you have. Your goal might be to quit your job. It may not be to quit your job. Uh, the concept is we want to be there to support each other, and we're going to be going through this book. We're going to start, start with this book, and we're going to help each other through that process. I, ho I hope you're with me on this, and if you are with me on it, let me know. Leave a comment. Call the hotline. You know the number. Um, if you don't know the number, here is the number. 888-835-2414. There you go. You can call that number and let me know that you're with me. Leave a voicemail. Leave a comment. Whatever you got to do. So let's do this. Are you ready to do this? Because I'm ready to do this. Let's do this together. I'm excited, as you can probably tell. Get your book. Um, start reading. Uh, make a blog post, send me the link, and we're going to keep track of what we're all doing. Uh, and I'm going to be posting my updates uh, every week, uh, maybe twice a week. Actually, yeah, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to say something about this just to let you know how I'm doing and to answer any questions that you may have asked on the hotline or in the comments or anything of that sort. 
Okay, that, I think I've said enough where that's concerned. I think we all know what we need to do. Um, I, I don't necessarily care if it's a bunch of people in the mastermind group or if it's two or three and we're just uh, de- devoted and dedicated to making this happen. I would rather have three to five very dedicated people than a hundred people and only two are dedicated. All right? So let's do this, man. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. That's all for that. Now, <laughs> let's go to part two of the interview with Cliff Ravenscraft from PodcastAnswerMan.com. Just to let you know a little more about him, if you didn't uh, listen to the last episode, Cliff is the man when it comes to podcasting. He is the guy that I go to to learn about podcasting. I'll let you know, I've bought a number of his products. Why? Because his products are good and they teach me more. I mean, I I spend uh, a half hour looking at some of his videos and I know much more than when I go online and try to find all the stuff for myself. He has a lot of free information available. His podcast is awesome. If you're not subscribed to it, I would recommend for you to run over there right now to podcastanswerman.com and subscribe. Listen to as much of what he has to say as possible because you will learn. He is an excited guy that's very passionate about what he's doing. Um, So without any further ado, let's just get right into the interview. Okay, so um, find a topic, uh, be specific. Uh, make sure you're doing something what you're passionate about. But then okay, how, how do you get into it? Once you know where you're going, once you have that topic, once you find something that this is something that I can talk about and I'm passionate about it and I can share that enthusiasm with the world, then what? Well, then, then, it's, then it comes down to the, the, the technicalities mm-hmm. of, of creating a podcast. And you're going to have two different pi- types of people that are going to listen to this. The people who don't really want to spend any money on it to get it started and the people who are really serious about, you know, doing it right and who are going to spend money on this thing. Okay. And so I, I, as a consultant, all the time I'm approached by people who say, Cliff, I want to start podcasting, but I'm on a really tight budget. And it's so funny because every single person says the same language. And, and I get on the phone and, and I had one client when I said, okay, so tell me what the dollar figure we're working here with your budget. And he said, $20,000. I'm like, okay, so you got a really big budget and it's 20000 Let me just tell you something. Just go and do something really fun with 17000 because all you're going to need is about three. Uh-huh. And you're going to be able to blow away every radio station in the world with your quality. Wow. All right. So, so, but, but there are some people who's, who say, you know, well, you know, really it's going to be a stretch if I have to spend more than, you know, a hundred bucks on this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I totally get that. And I try to help everybody. But what you need is some way to record your audio. Now, of course, podcasting can be video as well, but I prefer audio. And I'm sure, Leslie, you're going to ask me some stuff about that as well. But anyway, uh, what you do is you want to get some way to record your audio and your talking, your voice, your message to the world. Mm -hmm. And this can be done a ton of different ways. Um, There are services out there where you can actually sign up for free, free conference calling and all these other places out there. Just look them up online where you could actually call in by telephone and by golly, you hit, you hit press a keystroke on your phone, it'll start recording. And then when you're done, you, you press another keystroke, it'll stop recording. And, and you can go in and download an MP3 file of all the things you said while you were on the phone. I don't recommend this. It's going to be very horrible audio quality. 
but there's there's how you can actually start for free. All right. Okay. Um, here's another thing. Smartphones. Do you have an iPhone? If you have an iPhone, I des definitely would recommend that you try out the Griffin iTalk application. G R I F F I N I T A L K. Griffin iTalk. And they have a free version and a paid version. I think the free version might have an advertisement or two in it. But, uh, you know, for $4.99, I think it's worth getting the pro version. Uh, anyway, you can record very high quality, great sounding uh, audio as far as, you know, as recording into a mobile phone with the little built in microphone on your iPhone. You can go into a, like a walk in closet with lots of clothes on the on the hangers. And by golly, it won't sound too bad at all. OK. And uh, then you can bring that recording. The thing is, though, is what you want to do is ultimately end up with an MP3 file. Okay. Folks, if you have a Mac and you're using GarageBand and all this other stuff, stay away from AAC. Stay away from M4A files. Okay. You must use MP3 because not everybody in this world has an Apple product to listen to your show. True. All right? So you have an MP3 file. Now the next thing that you want is a place to put that on the web. You upload it to the internet somewhere. And every file that's uploaded on the internet has an address. Just like, you know, Leslie, you have a house or where you live, you have an address, yeah. and I can send you stuff and stuff like that. You give me the address, I can come find you. Well, every single file that's available on the internet has an address. Okay, so, um, for example, if anybody wants to, you can go to gspn.tv forward slash test dot mp3. Go there, and you'll see that that file has a it has an address on the on the web, and what you need is a media host to put these on. Now you could let's just say if you have a, your uh, your own hosting account, um, or you know for your website, you could upload these to your own web hosting account and and stuff like that. And as long as nobody ever listens to you and you don't become popular, yeah, you're gonna be fine. And I know so many people that try this and I tried this now let me tell you what happened to me by the third episode of my podcast for the lost podcast my I, everybody I started getting hundreds of emails and those all said why is your website down I'm trying to listen to your podcast your website's down it says you're you've been suspended that you need to contact your billing department and what happened was I exceeded my bandwidth with 14,000 people trying to download three episodes of my podcast. Now, now this is the part that I don't, I don't fully understand. Um, a lot of these web hosting companies uh, claim that you can get unlimited bandwidth. But it seems as yeah. if when you start uh, using MP3 files and have a podcast that's hosted there, you run into problems. How does, how does that work? Well, that's because they lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, so here, here's here's the deal. You want to go to podcastanswerman.com/slash/hosting. All right, podcastanswerman.com/slash/hosting. Okay. Now check this out. This is a conversation that um that I had with Bluehost, who offers unlimited bandwidth. Uh huh. And so I said, I said, okay. Here's another question. What about unlimited file transfer? This can't be for real, right? He says, yes. You can read on our features page. The file transfer is unlimited. That's Jordan over at Bluehost. Uh -huh. I said, I'm, I'm a podcast new media consultant slash coach. I push for my clients to use services like Libsyn for the hosting of their MP3 files. I always suggest that if their podcast becomes mega, mega popular, it could, they could run 
bandwidth issues. So then they tell me about your unlimited bandwidth. Mm -hmm. So here's my question, Jordan. This is why I'm asking you. I have more than 2,000 podcast episodes that I have del- that have delivered to over 3 million downloads. Okay, so if I were to put all of my files on your server and I get about 60,000 downloads a week of about 8 to 15 podcast episodes, each of them about 50 megabytes, since you have unlimited <laughs> hosting and file transfer, so my account with you will cover that, or is there an issue with CPU cycles? Now, I want you to hear closely what Jordan's response was. And by the way, this is a chat, chat transcript right from my website. Uh-huh. As you, Jordan says, as you should know, it takes more than bandwidth to run a podcast, and we do not offer what is needed for that. So to answer your question, no, you cannot even put one podcast on our hosting plan. Wow. Okay. So... Um, you know, I, I know hundreds of podcasters who are currently running their podcasts off of their web hosting account. And you know what? It is slowing down their websites. Uh-huh. And because they're on shared hosting, it's also sh- it's slowing down every single other website that's also on their shared servers. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's atrocious. But here's the deal. It's working. It's slow, but it's working. Mm-hmm. But here's what's going to happen. You get on the Oprah show or you get dig on the front page of dig.com. Of course, that doesn't mean much as it used to. <laughs> but you get, you, get, you get an interview on CNN or Fox News or MSNBC or something, and all of a sudden you get 20,000 people come to your site, and, and all it takes is about 1,500 people or even maybe 800 people to subscribe to your podcast. And then, they heaven forbid, that many people find your show and they like it and they want to download all of your episodes. And it's Can not I tell available. you? It, well, not, yeah. Not only that is it not available, but your site's down, and and all of a sudden now you you could have had thirty thousand people looking at your website, but your website can't be displayed for thirty thousand people because after seven hundred, the the first seven hundred actually shut down your site and completely made you lose out on the rest of the twenty nine thousand three hundred people who would have looked at your site. Hmm. But when they came, you were just some nobody who couldn't even keep their website up. Not that I'm passionate about this topic. <laughs> I, I can see why. And, and, you know, I listened to your podcast, and I, I heard that you recommended going with Libsyn. And I decided to go with Libsyn because I figured, hey, if it's working for him and he has over 20, 20 something hundred um, podcasts, then it can definitely work for me. So I, I decided to definitely go with that recommendation and i've i loved it i love it i love the statistics that you're able to get um you're able to see all kinds of details about um the the people that are accessing your your podcast so i think it's a great service it is awesome so okay so they've they've recorded the mp3 file um and of course now you're saying you recommend using a service like libsyn and then where does it go from there is that the end what else needs to be done so basically, now you have an address. So basically, you, you, you've recorded your MP3 file and you upload it to the internet. And uh, now you have an address. Libsyn is going to give you an address. So it's going to be, you know, media.libsyn.com slash your username slash the name of the file.mp3. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the address of every file that you upload to your account over at Libsyn. Now, I recommend that you have your own installation of WordPress. You can use any WordPress 
any website blogging software out there. In fact, if you have an account with Libsyn, they even have a solution for you built into their service for well included in your monthly price. Okay. So you could even use their website. But I recommend having your own self-hosted WordPress installation because WordPress is so adaptable to your every need. Oh, there's it's, so it's much awesome. that you can do. It is very awesome indeed. And so um, my recommendation is that you do have a blogging tool, preferably WordPress, not WordPress.com, but your own self-hosted one. And then all you do is if you're familiar with how to make a blog post, really an, an audio podcast with a couple adjustments to the configuration of your site that you do one time up front, then you can actually you can configure your website to work with podcasting. And so instead of thinking of a written blog post, Think about a podcast episode as just like that, only the written part is just the show notes of okay. your episode, and you're going to attach or what we call enclose the MP3 URL or website address. And so that everybody who sees that is going to see where that MP3 file is. And so you can actually use a plugin that will give an audio player. So if you were to go to podcastanswerman.com, or I'm sure Learning with Leslie also has it as well, where you come to the site, you can click play and listen right from the website, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here's the situation, though. Putting your, putting your MP3 file online and then having a player on your website, it's not a podcast. All it is, it's, it's an audio blog at that point. Okay. What turns it into a podcast is this thing called RSS. Okay. okay. okay RSS is really simple syndication. It's, it's what allows us to syndicate our blog content out to people who use let's call them RSS readers. Um, and what happens is RSS readers were created for blogs. Okay. You know, back in the day when we were all looked interested in what each other had to say in our blogs, we used to bookmark, you know, 20 different blogs. And every day we would go to all 20 bookmarks and see if anything was new. And only three people had something new to say. The rest of them were all the same as, you know, the, they were last week and yet the day before and whatever. Mm -hmm. So, so what happened was we had these things called RSS readers, and so there, you know, RSS is a whole other version of your site that looks just like everybody else's. So, so this these RSS reader software packages can actually see everything exactly the same way and pull it in. So now all I have to do is go to google.com/reader, and now I've subscribed to the RSS feed of 20 different blogs, and when I log in the day. In, in the morning, it says, wow, there's only three new posts out of all the 20 blogs that you're, you're subscribed to. Would you like to read these three posts? And I, and I read it right there from my RSS reader. So you didn't have to do anything. You post it on your site. You put a new blog post out, and now I'm reading it because my reader has noti notified me that you have a new blog post. Mm -hmm. Podcasting works pretty much the same way, only they add this thing called an MP3 enclosure. And it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like adding, it's kind of like attaching a photo to an email. You know, it's kind of like saying, Oh, you know, wait a second. Not only do I have this blog content, but wait, let me attach. There's an, there's this MP3 file that goes with this. And if you click here, you can download it from this address. Okay. And so, so you could use, by the way, you could take any, you can take any audio podcast out there and take their RSS feed and go to google.com slash reader and subscribe to it. And guess what? 
because that media enclosure is in there, Google Reader will actually give you an audio player to, to listen to the audio podcast right from that RSS reader. But you can use what we call podcatching software, uh, which is just software that, is, that looks for new episodes of podcasts if you subscribe to them. iTunes is the most popular. And in fact, if you want to learn how to subscribe to a podcast using iTunes, I suggest that you go to podcastanswerman.com forward slash iTunes. Okay. And I have a video tutorial that talks about how to subscribe via iTunes. And so what happens is in iTunes, I actually subscribe to your RSS feed, and then my iTunes will go and check every day, every hour, as often as I want it to. And when you put a new episode online, the next time my iTunes goes and looks to see if you have anything new in the RSS feed, it will say, hey, there's a new podcast episode, and it automatically downloads it for me. Okay, so it makes it very convenient to do that. Exactly. So basically, for years, what I've done is, you know, I, I keep iTunes up and running, or I could open it in the morning and then go grab a cup of tea or something uh -huh. like that. And then the next thing I know, I come downstairs, it's downloaded all the most recent episodes that were released yesterday, I put my iPhone on the cradle and, and sync it, and all of my podcasts automatically get put onto my iPhone. I walk out the door. I'm ready to go for a you know, two-hour walk or jog or whatever the case may be. And I've got all the latest podcasts on my phone. Now, things are even much better today. There's even better software that you can get as an application even for your iPhone or your Android app. So, but, uh, but yeah, so that's what happens. Podcasting is automatically delivered via the RSS. So all you have to do... You, you have to do a little bit of work, well, actually, a, a bit of work, to get things set up the very first time uh -huh. up front. But once you do it and you do it right, mm -hmm. then it's all automated from there. It really is as simple as this. Record your audio. Turn it to an MP3 file. I actually didn't tell you about tagging. If you want to find out more about tagging and the number one step that most podcasters forget, go to podcastanswerman.com slash T-A-G-G-I-N-G, tagging. All right. And so I, I record the podcast, turn it into an MP3. I tag the file okay. and then I upload it to Libsyn. I go create a blog post about it. Let the blog actually create the MP3 attachment or enclosure. And then I hit publish and I am finished. I'm done. And in fact, on Thursday, I start at eight o'clock in the morning and I finish at four in the afternoon and when I'm done, I have recorded eight podcast episodes back-to-back -back with just a little break in between each of them. And when I'm sitting down at dinner at night at 6 o'clock, all eight of those podcast episodes are online, available, and 60,000 people will be downloading those within the next 24 to 48 hours. Wow, that's awesome. You know, I must say this. Uh, I never really listened to your podcast live before because I work a full-time job and I'm not available on Thursday to listen to it. But two weeks ago, I went on spring break and I said to myself, hey, let me just check out what this, this Cliff guy is doing on his live podcast. And I went and I listened to it and it looked like you guys were having too much fun. <laughs> it looked like you were oh, really, it, I mean, I was sitting there and I was, I was watching what you were doing and I was just having a blast just watching and listening. And I felt like I was getting value. I mean, it, it's just awesome stuff, man. It, it is a ton of fun. And now, for those starting out, I definitely recommend that you don't try going live. And, yeah. and matter of fact, if, 
if I can convince every single client that, that hires me not to do a single live show for the first six months, then I consider myself to be a huge success for that client. Okay. Uh, uh, but some of them, they, 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 they rush it. They say, what about, about three months? I'm like, yeah, if you want to, that's okay. Okay. But man, the ones that rush in and try to do a live right out of the gate, it's possible. But man, I, I tell you, I just haven't seen a live show go and become a success on, on an ongoing basis. Just haven't seen it happen. I, what I see in, in success is, is creating a podcast that's devoted to and geared towards your downloaded audience. And then as you have an audience who would want to come and interact live, then open it up and have it live. And what you will find out, and I can tell you this has been going on for years, and it doesn't matter who you are, only 5 to 10% of your potential audience even would be able to come and live. And listen live. And that's because people like Leslie, guess what? They work on Thursdays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and that's the, 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 the benefit of podcasting is that you can listen to what, um, what you want, when, when you, you want, want mm -hmm. and where you want. And, the, and, and that's the whole deal about the when you want. That's why, that's why you're always going to have 90, for, you know, 90, 90 to 95% more people download your show than those that will come live. It's because they can listen to it whenever they want. Or, and wherever they want. They can take it with them. And, and not only that, but here's the situation. Shows that start out live never become as popular as they can as far as numbers. And again, I say not to focus on numbers, but man, if you do a live show, you really do hinder yourself. Yeah. And the reason why is because the show almost always, and I do mean almost, I, I would say 99 out of 100 shows that are recorded are, are too focused on the live audience. And Leslie, when you came to my live show, it was your first experience, right? Yes, it was. Did you happen to try to con to say something to me during the show? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, ha did you notice anybody else trying to communicate with me in the chat room during yes. the? Yes, I noticed that. And did you notice how I responded? Did I respond or did I not? Uh, not really. Not really. N not no. at that time. Not at that time. Uh, that's exactly right. And matter of fact, if you actually saw it happen, you probably saw somebody else in my community say, hey, just so you know, Cliff's not ignoring you on purpose. He doesn't pay attention to the chat room while he's recording. But if you ask that question after the show, he'll answer it for you. Yeah. Now, and there's a reason why my audience knows that. And that's because my show is devoted to the 60,000 people who will be listening to it afterwards. I absolutely love and honor the 30 to 60 people, 30 to 60 people who actually show up live. Yeah. And you know what? Those 30 to 60 people are the most hardcore, diehard, die raving fans of GSPN and the community that I run. They are the most influential people in my community, and I love them. But I don't pander my shows to what they are saying in the chat room because oftentimes it just distracts me yeah. and it gets me off of what I wanted to share and wanted to communicate and what my message is. But man, after the show, that's why I have 30 to 45 minute breaks before each episode and in between so that I can interact with them. Now, occasionally I'll glance at the chat room, I'll see something and I might incorporate it into the show, uh -huh. but I'm not going to list. I'm, I don't want to read every single thing that's being written in my chat room Especially when I say something that, because I'm an opinionated person, uh -huh. and obviously, you know, when you got an audience out there, not everybody agrees with you. And, and the worst thing I can ever hear, I hate hearing in a podcast, personally, 
is when I hear the person recording the show and they're trying to share their opinion, but man, they're getting knocked down in their live chat room or people are calling in live and disagreeing with it. It's like, well, you guys just shut up. I didn't come here to listen <laughs> to your opinion. Go get your own podcast. I want to hear what the host says and I don't want him to back down. I don't want him to say, well, you're right. Maybe I should just forget about what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I came here to listen to you and what you feel. And if I disagree with you, that's fine. But I want to know, I want to know what you're thinking, what's on your mind. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, the great content, and I'm, I'm sure the listeners are getting a ton of value from this. And uh, some of them are probably even thinking, I want to get into podcasting. Let me ask this question. Is it still a good time? I mean, is the market saturated with all of the podcasts that are out there? Or is it still a good time for someone to get in and still have a, a successful podcast? Well, I'll tell you what, it depends on what their words, what, what the word success means to them. Okay. Uh, but if they want to change the world, there's never been a better time. You know, and I, and, and I tell you what, Seth Godin's book, Tribe, go and find out why I say people need you to lead them. Okay. People are waiting for you. And I don't, it, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh -huh. People are waiting for you to lead them. All right. And so there, it's never too late to start. And, and there's never been a better time than now. And the more saturated that podcasting becomes, the better it is. Because guess what? All you need to, you know what? If I want to start a podcast, if I wanted to start a technology podcast about Macs, you know, the, the, the Mac computer, uh -huh. it, I, I, you know, I've got a show. I started out, it's called Help, I Got a Mac. Uh -huh. You know, go, just go and look for Mac a podcast, Apple-related podcasts in iTunes. There's hundreds, if not thousands of them out there. You know what? All I had to do to, to rise to the top was get better equipment than those people. Nice. Okay. And all I have to do is sound a little bit. Actually, yeah, just a little bit. All I have to do is produce my show and make it sound a little bit better in audio quality. Or I had to find I have to have just a little bit more passion than they do. And if guess what? If I don't have the passion, then by golly, I'm going to bring in a co-host who used to be a, a a genius at the Apple store and who loves Apple and Mac stuff more than I do. And by golly, you get the two of us talking. We can't we could go on for days talking about <laughs> how awesome Apple is. And and with our enthusiasm and our passion and with our audio quality that will blow away just about 99 out of 100 of those Apple Mac podcasts out there, we're going to rise to the top. Uh, that that is so awesome, and and there's so many out there that really the audio quality is not really that good. So it doesn't yep. it doesn't seem as if it takes takes that much to be just a little bit better. Not at all. Matter of fact, um, you know the, the there are people I know people out there who have podcasts. Let me let me give you a website address. Listen to this. It is it is Connie and Sheila S H E I L A talk T A L K dot com. Okay. Connie and Sheila talk.com. They've got 50 episodes out there and their equipment. Probably you could pick up everything for under $500. Okay. Okay. Uh, they're using sure SM 58 microphones. They're about a nine. They're about 99 to $109 a piece. Okay. They, they have a mixer. Now they've got a bigger mixer than what you would need, but you could actually start out with a Behringer 802 mixer to do exactly what they're doing. Okay. okay. A Behringer 802. That's $56 on Amazon. Oh, wow. So you're looking at $256 so far, right? Uh-huh. Actually, I can tell you right now, 
well, and I would recommend getting a digital audio recorder. And I would definitely recommend getting the Edderall. And so if you were to spend another two hundred and fifty dollars, so you're looking at you're looking at five hundred dollars exactly with with two Shure SM58 microphones, a, a Behringer 802 mixer, and a digital audio recorder like the Roland R-09HR recorder. For five hundred dollars, you could sound exactly like Connie and SheilaTalk.com. Go listen to that show. They're clients of mine. I taught them how to podcast. They sound amazing. Now the the digital better than, the, better, than, huh? better than any FM radio station out there. Now the digital audio recorder, the Edderall R dash O nine, is that that's discontinued now though, right? Isn't it? It is discontinued. So get them while they're hot. Oh gosh, gotcha. get them while they're. And I I know they're yeah. still available like on Amazon dot com, so you can definitely get them there. Yeah. I have, matter of fact, I have a Amazon link. If you went to uh, gspn.tv forward slash Edirol, E-D-I-R-O-L, Amazon. It's, so it's gspn.tv slash Edirol Amazon, all one word. Uh-huh. That will get you to that recorder. It's 262.63. It's like $263. Okay. And I, I, I just need to testify to that one because I, I purchased one off of your recommendation. And wow, it has made such a difference in the quality of what I'm doing. So uh, definitely something that I highly recommend. Awesome. Okay. Now, you've, we're going to kind of wind this down now because it's getting to about 50 minutes. Um, you've been doing this for a while. And you've been able to build a successful podcast and you have a successful online business. What final word of advice would you give to someone out there that is struggling to get started? Um, they've maybe tried a few things, but they're discouraged because of how things have gone in the past. What would you say to that person? Well, I mean, if I'm going to be a little self-serving and say there's 200 plus episodes of PodcastAnswerMan.com where I help people just like you on a week after week after week basis for free. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so number one, there's that. Number two, I want to encourage you to keep moving forward. And if you've tried and failed, chances are you did not first ask yourself, why do I want a podcast and actually sit down and get very clear about what the goals you want to reach with your podcast. And if you get serious about that, and by the way, when I launch a new podcast and I've, I've launched 24 different shows, when wow. I launch a brand new podcast, I usually take about two to three weeks to think about my mission as to why I want to launch that podcast. And there are oftentimes within that two to three weeks, I actually give up on that podcast because you know what? There's really not a good reason for me to do this other than, you know, it's just another thing to do. Yeah. And, and that, that's, not a, that's not a recipe for success. Number two, you know, you got to be clear. What is your niche topic and am I passionate about it? You know, people ask me, Cliff, you know, I'm just having a struggle. I can, I cannot think of new topics to talk about. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? You're podcasting about the wrong darn thing. You want to podcast about something you could talk about until the sun goes down and people's all left and fell asleep because you bored them. <laughs> to th- you, that's the kind of topic you need to podcast about. Mm-hmm. One, one, you won't shut up and Leslie can't even end his show because you, <laughs> you just won't stop talking. You know, that's the kind of topic. And then you also need to figure out who your target audience is. Okay. Be clear. Get it. Matter of fact, take, you know, you need to write down 10 things, 10 ways to describe exactly who it is you want to listen to your show. 10 descriptive things about who those people are that are going to listen to your show before you record your first episode. 
And if you do that, guess what? You become clear about why you want to podcast, what you're going to podcast about, and exactly who those people are that are going to listen to your show. Then you're going to know where to go and find them. Oh, man, that's awesome. I've, I've, I've been taking notes, and I'm definitely going to be implementing some of these things that you're talking about right now. Hey, Cliff, if someone is just getting started and they want one place to go to find more information, a product, or something of that sort to help them get started with a podcast, where would you send them? Which one, which one of your resources should they go to? The one place. One place. Go to podcastanswerman.com. And first, subscribe to the podcast and, and decide whether or not you know, like, and trust me before you buy or pay for anything with me. Okay. Don't even contact me unless you know for a fact that I'm your guy. All right? Then, if you listen to one to five episodes and you think, okay, this is a guy I can trust, then on my website, click the services tab up there, and you will see all the services plus all the digital training tutorials and everything else I have to offer. Awesome. And those are resources that I highly recommend. I've gotten a few of them and I've learned so much from it. And it's why my podcast sounds the way that it does. Cliff, hey, thank you so much for all that you do and all the best in, with your podcast and with everything else. Thank you very much, Leslie. It's been an honor to be on your show and uh, thank you for inviting me. Three, four.